inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Like, wow. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, Mr. Black. And you are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Because we teach you how to live life like it matters. You know, uh, if we were to take the internet and put it on a scale and put the pros on one side and the cons on the other side, I got to be honest with you, I'm not sure if there'd be more good than not good. But what I do know is one thing I like about it, I can access any book anywhere. I can study the Word of God at a depth that was only uh, reserved before for people in seminary. And the cool thing is I can talk to people all over the world, and I make friends all over the world. I got friends in Uganda, Robert, and Kawuki, and Ivan, Gambia. We support a family there, Modulani. In India, we got friends. Uh, I have a friend in Singapore, and she had sent me something that said, my biggest achievement now is that I have obtained the most expensive luxury items. And so I started thinking about what is the difference between expensive and valuable? See, as adjectives, the difference between valuable and expensive is that valuable is having great value, while expensive is having a high price or cost. And as a noun, valuable is a personal possession, such as jewelry or um, relatively something with great monetary value. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to go into those words, valuable and expensive. And I want to go into the difference as well as the implication of the difference. And now, story time with Mr. Black. Many years ago, all feelings and emotions have gathered to spend their vacation on a coastal island. Each of them was having a good time, but one day, there was announced a warning of a storm, and everyone, all the emotions, had to leave the island. This caused a panic. All rushed to their boats, and only love did not wish to be in a hurry. See, there was so much to do, so love was the last who realized that it was time to leave. However, No free boats were left, and love looked around with hope. As prosperity was passing by in its glassy boat, love asked, please take me on your boat. But prosperity replied, my boat is full of gold and other precious possessions. There's no place for you. Then vanity came by in a lovely boat. Love asked, vanity, could you take me in your boat? Please help me. Vanity said, no. Your feet are muddy, and I don't want my boat to get dirty. A bit later, sorrow was passing by, and love called for help. But sorrow answered, I am so sad. I want to be by myself. Then happiness came by. Love asked, but happiness was too happy. It hardly concerned about anybody. Suddenly, somebody called out, Love! I will take you with me. Love did not recognize its savior. 
just gratefully jumped on to the boat. When everybody had reached the safe place, Love got off the boat and met Knowledge. Love asked, Knowledge, do you know who helped me when everyone else turned away? Knowledge smiled. That was time. Because only time knows love's true value and what love is capable of. Only love can bring peace and happiness. The message of the story is that when we are prosperous, we underrate love. When we feel important, we do not appreciate love. And even in happiness and sorrow, we overlook love. Only with time can we realize the true value of love. Why wait and not cherish love every day of your life? This is where we have to go etymological. We must go to the base of the words, the true meaning of words. See, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. In the Bible, in the New Testament, it was written in the language of that day, which was Greek. And love is translated into English from four Greek words. Eros is sexual love. It's not in the Bible. Phileo is brotherly love. That's why we call Philadelphia the city of brotherly love. Agape is godly love, unconditional love, a love that is impossible to do apart from God. As Jesus said in Matthew 19, 26, look at them. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And in the New Living Translation, it said Jesus looked at them intently when he said that. And the fourth Greek word is storge. It's a compound word. It's familial love. Love of the family. And see, ladies and gentlemen, love is a verb. It's not a noun. John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. See, in that one verse, God himself told us that love is a verb. For God so loved the world that he did something about it. For many veterans so love their country that they do something about it. For many policemen so love their community that they do something about it. For so many of you, you love your children, so you do something about it. Some of you so love your spouse, so you do something about it. And let's be honest, one of the problems with the world today is that our love is of self. We have become lovers of self. The number one picture in today's world we all know what it is. It's called a selfie. How many people today are famous because they felt the need to release a video of them having sex with someone else because they are so good, so pretty, so awesome that the world needs to see them in action. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go into values. 
When we take a look at the word valuable or expensive, we've got to realize that those are two totally different words. They sound similar, but they're different. And today I'm going to break down those two words for you so you can understand. But when you look at the word valuable, that's something that has a lot of value. Look at the word valuable. It brings value. And when you understand the neurological levels, the logical levels I talk about on the show from Neuro Linguistic Programming, there are six levels, spirit, identity, beliefs and values, capabilities, behavior, and environment. And one thing about the logical levels, it works from the top down, not the bottom up. And so if you want to change any level, you must go to the level above it. And beliefs and value hold the fourth position out of six. And so when you know what you value, it affects your capabilities, it affects your behavior, it affects your environment. That's what matters. And one thing I learned a long time ago in leadership, this is a lesson in leadership. When you change your position, you change your perspective. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go into the difference between expensive and valuable. We'll be right back on Like It Matters Radio. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. We're realizing everything has a cost. Everything has a cost. It costs to be a boss. It costs to be an employee. It costs to be a spouse. It costs to be by yourself. What you got to decide is what are you willing to spend your life on? Because there's a cost to everything. That's why I love to talk about time. Because time is the one of the rare commodities that cannot replace itself. Think about this. You can get a new heart. You can get a new producer. <laughs> you can get a new radio show host. You could get a new wife or a husband. Uh, you could get a new uh, sexuality. Uh, you can get all kinds of new things. Uh, you know, you can never replace time. And so it is really what we spend our time on has great value to us, or it should at least. And that's what we're going to discuss today is what we value. When something is expensive, we seem to value it more. Expensive means to have a high price or a high cost. Valuable means to have great value. They sound similar, maybe even to some synonymous. However, there's great difference between the two. And that's why I want you to imagine that there's a bank account, because we're talking about cost, and that is associated with money, with currency. Imagine there's a, a bank that credits your account with currency each morning with 86,400 of this currency. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. If you had a bank account like this with this type of currency in it, what would you do? Why, you would draw out every piece, wouldn't you? Of course you would. 
And each of us does have that bank, and that bank is called time. And before we were even a cell, the God of the universe knew our first day and he knew our last day. Before we even were a cell, God knew how we were going to be born and how we were going to die. Before we were one cell, God knew us or chose not to know us. And I want you to think about that because God is omniscient. And the term means perfect knowledge. In other words, God cannot learn. He knows everything about you. Before there was any part of you, even in creation. And so one thing I tell people that I counsel is God cannot be disappointed in you. Now, we might be disappointed in ourselves, but you know why? Because we haven't been doing those things that we value. See, this bank account called time, every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. And every night, it writes off as lost. Whatever this, you have failed to invest a good purpose. See, it carries over no balance. It allows for no overdraft. Each day, it opens a brand new account for you. Each night, it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going backwards. There's no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. Invest it to get from it the utmost in health, happiness, success. See, the clock is running. The time is now. There should be a sense of urgency. We must make the most of today because yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. And if you're going to live a significant life, you must realize the value of time, this most important commodity. And I always like to go in depth, you know, to, to realize the value of one year, ask a student who's failed a grade or ready to go off somewhere at the end of the school year. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of a week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of an hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who missed a bus or a train or an important meeting. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just got into an accident or just avoided an accident. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who's won a silver or a bronze instead of a gold. That's why we gotta treasure time. Every moment we have, because planes crash and people die, it's a fact of life, and you were created for a purpose. And so you must treasure the time that you were given. So that's why I wanted to go into the difference between valuable and expensive. See, as adjectives, the difference between valuable and expensive is that valuable is something that having a great value, while expensive is something that has a great price or a great cost. Think about that. See, valuable as an adjective is to have great value. It's esteemable, deserving esteem, a valuable friend or a valuable companion, right? Synonyms are beneficial, costly, expensive, helpful. Now notice, a synonym for valuable is expensive, but it's not the same word. That's like Bible translations, why we have so many different translations. Because there's not a word-for-word -word translation from Hebrew or Aramaic or Greek into English. 
And so sometimes you have to get a, a, a phrase, a transliteration, they call it, or a term that's kind of similar, but not exactly. Now, I want you to think about anonyms, anonyms for valuable, cheap, disadvantageous, harmful, inexpensive, reasonable, unhelpful. Now, for noun, a person, a personal possession such as jewelry or relatively great monetary value, those are expensive, right? Anything of great monetary value, we call that expensive. Synonyms are costly, extravagant, fancy, high, lavish, overpriced, pricey, upscale. Why am I bringing this up? Because as I said in the first segment, I, uh, through the internet, I share the word of God all over the world. Uh, I connect with people uh, and I make friends all over this world. Some just want my money. Some just want my gifts and talents. But some actually, I get to connect with his friends. And I told you in Uganda, we help three orphanages there, uh, three young men that I mentor and tutor, uh, share the word of God with, Robert, uh, uh, Kawuki, Ivan, and Gambia, uh, Mudalanen, uh, a family of three young ch- kids that we support in India, Mumbai. I got my good friend, Richard, who's been on our show with us many times. So we help a lot of people. And my friend, uh, she's from Singapore. And she said, my biggest achievement now is that I have obtained the most expensive luxury items. And she's all into money. She does well. I mean, she's CEO of a construction company. She's on golf. I mean, she's in Singapore. She lives in a really nice place. So she's living the great worldly life. And so I'm wondering, when she sent this to me, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, so she has this Van Gogh, and she has this Porsche, and she has this gold-plated thing because she does commodities trading and all that. She sent me a thing the other day, and in one night, a commodity trading, she made like $26,000. I mean, she's that, that astute financially. So I'm thinking this great list. And let me share with you the list that she shared with me. Number one, and again, These are the most expensive things, she said. My biggest achievement, I'm quoting her, my biggest achievement now is that I have obtained the most expensive luxury items. And again, what I did is break down luxury. The state of great comfort, extravagant living, a material object, service, etc., conducive to sumptuous living, usually a delicacy. And this woman is classy, uh, all this stuff matters. So I'm thinking this list is going to be impressive. And here's what her list was. Number one, an immortal childlike heart. Well, that's biblical, right? God said that if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you must be like a child. So that immortal childlike heart. Number two, constant faith. Interesting, because I don't believe, uh, being from Singapore, that she believes in the God of the Bible. Uh, I'm sure she has a different faith. But it is interesting, the constant faith. See, we all have faith in something. But the point is, do you have faith in the risen king? Do you have faith in the God of the Bible? That's the only faith that really matters eternally. Number three was backpacks take the health of the world. I don't know what that meant. Backpacks take the health of the world. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, to have good health while walking in the world. Only a healthy body can travel the world. And I said, good point. Number four, work that is pleasant to the mood and temperament. Number five, sleep peacefully and peacefully. Number six, enjoy the life of your own space and time. In other words, live in the now. Be content with what God's given you. 
and make the most out of it. That's what this says. Now, in my words, not her words, and yet we live in the time of covetousness, right? The whole privilege movement is violation of the 10th commandment. It's not fair. I want what he has. I want what she has. I didn't get enough, I didn't, right? Number seven, hold hands with someone who teaches you to love and be loved. Notice it doesn't say have sex with them. Notice it doesn't say go out and spend a lot. It says hold hands, that intimate, simple, attractive love that we had as little kids with someone who teaches you to love and be loved. Number eight, taste the beauty and good heart and mood. Number nine, free mentality and broad mind. That's what we give you on this radio show. And the last time I checked, John or I did not send you a bill. So, hey, it's on us. Free mentality and broad mind. And number 10, the spiritual traits that ignite the hope of others. That is so powerful. And you know, God talked about this, about teaching about money and possessions. He said, don't store up treasures here on earth where moss eat them and rust destroy them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moss and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about valuable or expensive. What's the difference? And we'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. We should revere God, not man. Uh, God is not a respecter of man, and neither should we. We should respect people because they're creatures of God. But elevating one man over another man, God doesn't do that. Why would we? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about valuable or expensive. And again, I'm going to tell you right now, whether you realize or not, this radio show is valuable. And it's not expensive for you. It might be expensive for me. It's free to you. But man, the the return of investment, the return on your time. Remember, we talked about time being one of the greatest commodities. And your investment of your time should have a great ROI, return of investment. Uh, And I'm telling you, right, there are two worlds out there. They're, and they both coexist. It's kind of like the matrix. Uh, there's the temporal world, the things you can see, hear, and touch that the Bible says is going to be gone soon. And there's the eternal world, the spirit world that is all around us all the time. You might not see it, but it's there. On today's Way of Warrior, and by the way, if you want some scripture, go to wayofwarrior.blog because today's post was all about this. Second uh, Kings 6, uh, Elisha. Uh, prayed that God would open the spiritual eyes of his servant. And once he did, everything changed. Before his spiritual eyes were open, he saw the hills surrounding them were covered by Assyrian soldiers ready to come get the, the holy man Elisha. 
But after his spiritual eyes were opened up, he went back out and looked, and those Assyrian army was surrounded by angels on horseback with flaming arrows. And the quote from Elisha is so powerful, those that are for us are much more than those who are against us. And you got to realize that you're in a world where there are many people against you. Some people want to take advantage of you, take your money, take your time, take your love, because we live in a selfie world. We live in a selfish world. But do not let that affect who you are. We're never allowed to let other people affect who we are. And the other day I was on Facebook. Sorry, I apologize in advance. And uh, uh, some person. Uh, didn't like what someone said. They were on a, a Christian site and they talked about something. They quoted some scripture, and this person got on there and said, "Well, well, uh, I so not this." So I mean, really attacking the person because she was looking at it with worldly eyes and not spiritual eyes, uh, and it was really sad. And you got to realize who you are and what do you value. And the Bible says that the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And right now, what people need is some faith. That's the most valuable thing that you can give someone today is hope. That's what faith does. It gives us hope. Hope is a forward focus. It doesn't matter how bad things are today, that tomorrow things can get better. And what makes up your life is what you do with your time. And so since I shared with you a Singapore list of what are the most expensive things, well, let me share with you an American list. And this is from a consciousrethink.com. It's called 16 Things That Money Can't Buy, No Matter How Rich You Are. And it said, despite humanity's worldwide fixation on money, there are things that no amount of money can buy. Let me give you a list. Number one, contentment. Money never buys contentment. Matter of fact, I can tell you what, I know a lot of people with money. Uh, and boy, it costs a lot of money to keep that money. And boy, they don't know who to trust, and they don't know who would like them if they didn't have money. Uh, I used to make millions. Uh, now I make pennies if I do that. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, I'm far more contented today uh, than I was back then. Now I would love to still have the money because I would be a much better steward of it. But right now, we're to be content in what God gives us. Stop with the privilege movement. Stop wanting other people's stuff. Stop wanting other people's skin color. Stop wanting other people's sex. Stop, Stop wanting it. other people's fame. Stop it. Stop it. That's right, man. Be content with what you have. And if you want more, then work your hard to get it. If not, it was not in the cards for you. Number two, happiness. Boy, I got to tell you, some of the happiest people I've ever met are in poor, what you would call third world countries that have very little. But boy, uh, they got their hut, they got their family, and they got provision. What else do you want? They got happiness. Number three is love, right? Love. Money can't buy love. You can go to a brothel, and you can buy physical interaction, right? You can buy that. Everything has a price. But you cannot buy love. Remember, love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. Love is sacrificial. Love is putting other people before ourselves. Love is not sex, people. Like I said, the, the four Greek words in the Bible that are translated love, uh, one of them is eros, which is sexual love, which is not, N-O-T, is not in the Bible. And God never says anything bad about sex inside of a marriage. Uh, mar that's what sex was given for, a blessing of marriage. The problem is everybody's spending the capital, but they're not paying the price. Sad. 
Number four, spirituality. God says that all the money in the world, matter of fact, all the money in the world will usually separate you from God because you don't need him. You're self-sufficient. And boy, I really believe that people pray for all this money. God loves them enough to not give them the money because if they had that money, uh, they would be so far from God. And what is what good is it to gain the whole world, the Bible says, but lose your soul? Number five, family harmony. Oh, my gosh. Some of the most uh, dysfunctional families in the world, well, you talk about the Hiltons, uh, the Epsteins, whatever you want to call them, right? I mean, the Jacksons. Look at all the trauma in the Jackson 5 family. Oh, my gosh. Uh, boy, when there's a lot of money involved, uh, it's usually ugly, right? What are the housewives of all these things of Georgia, Beverly Hills, right? All those, you see all their trauma, all their dysfunction, all their uh, rehab central things, right? So money can't buy family harmony. How about this? Money can't buy self-worth. Matter of fact, a lot of times, a lot of people uh, take the fact that they have a lot of money to think that it equates to self-worth. Uh-uh. No, it doesn't equate at all. You'll find out when you're in a box at the front of the room uh, what your real worth was because it's measured in relationships. It's measured in impact. It's measured in differences, not in the cars, the house, the cash. Number seven, respect. Boy, you know this one, right? Respect, you can't buy respect. And by the way, it's hard to even earn it today. We live in a disrespectful world. I was raised with respect. I'd be punched in the face by my father if I ever disrespected somebody. There was five of us kids and we went to dinner and people came up to us almost every time we went out to dinner because we didn't go out to dinner much. We were poor white trash. But when we went out to dinner, People came up all the time, wow, to my mom and dad. Wow, you have five kids? I, I didn't know you had any kids. You were They were so respectful. Uh, man, you did a great job. I've heard that hundreds of times in my childhood. You know what else money can't buy? Gratitude. See, generosity is, is a great, except when performed with the expectation that those receiving the boon will kneel. In that great line, I'm just reading for this article, that those receiving the boon will kneel. See, that's why we're supposed to tithe. But a lot of people don't tithe. They put 20 bucks in the offering plate and then ask God for a new car. That's called bartering. That's called, yeah, that's not tithing. Tithing is to give of your first 10% of the best of the fruit. It's the perfect lamb, the best that you have because you have gratitude to God. Number nine, friends. Matter of fact, I can suggest uh, that a lot of times people with money, uh, they have very few friends. Oh, they have a lot of people that need them, want them, suck off them, got a lot of leeches. Boy, yeah, I had all kinds of people around me when I had money. Boy, I still have a lot of people that want me, but they want my services, they want my gifts and talents, they want my help to clean up what's going on in their head and heart. Uh, boy, but when it comes down to money and all that, I don't have many friends because I don't have much of it. Number 10, forgiveness. Boy, this is a big one. This is the Catholic Church thinking that, boy, if we had enough money, you could just buy forgiveness. Uh, look it up. I'm not making this up. I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you historically. Uh, I forgot what it's called where you could actually buy, give money to the church, and it was basically give you like a free pass on sin. And there's a term for it. Look it up. You can Google. I promise you it's there. Uh, that's how corrupt the Catholic Church was. That's why it was called the Dark Ages because the Catholic Church controlled the, the not just the money, but they controlled the Word of God. And you weren't allowed to read it. That's when Martin Luther rebelled, because you would just have to take what the Catholic Church said, what the Bible says. And Martin Luther says, I don't think so. 
And 500 years ago, he nailed those, what, 93, 94 treaties on the, the door of that Catholic church. And he said, a line's being drawn in the sand. Number 11, truth. Uh, no amount of money spent on political campaigns would like out would wipe out all the lies, right? I mean, $2 billion spent in this last campaign, and we basically hi- hired people that are destroying our country. Good for you guys. At least Trump's not president, right? Hey. Number 12, compassion. Money doesn't buy compassion. Number 13, connection. Money doesn't buy connection. And number 14, money does not buy loyalty. But again, you'll have a lot of people around you. And number 15, safety. Money doesn't buy safety. But I love the last one. Number 16, purpose. Purpose. You know, I'm going to read what it says here. You can see why the singing group Crash Test Dummies made their signature hit Superman song featuring this poignant refrain. It says, Superman never made any money, saving the world from, world from Solomon Grundy. And sometimes I despair. The world will never see another man like him. Money has its uses and is a fabulous distraction, but the things that can't be bought tend to be the things we, as a planetary community, eternally need. And that's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, the difference between valuable or expensive. And you know how you'll know? You'll know at the end of your life. See, one of the lessons is leadership is when you change your position, you change your perspective. And sometimes we got to wait till we get to the end of our life before we realize that we wasted our rarest commodity of time because we spent it on all the wrong things. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. And today we're talking about valuable or expensive. And if you miss any of this radio show, please go to likeitmattersradio.com. You do not want to miss this show. It's a great investment of your time. Also, remember our brand new podcast, Bi-Weekly, comes out uh, Monday and Thursday. Just Google or search wherever you listen to podcasts, live in life like it matters. If you want some manna from heaven, some good earthly food, uh, heavenly food, go to wayawarrior.blog. A story is told of a man who loved old books. He met an acquaintance who had just thrown away a Bible that had been stored in the attic of his ancestral home for generations. I couldn't read it, the friend explained. Somebody named Guten, Guten something had printed it. He said, not Gutenberg. The book lover exclaimed in horror. That Bible was one of the first books ever printed. Why, a copy just sold for over $2 million. His friend was unimpressed. 
He said, quote, mine wouldn't have bought, brought a dollar in. Some fellow named Martin Luther had scribbled all over in German. <laughs> and if you don't know why that's so funny, because the fact of the Bible itself and then to have Martin Luther's own handwriting on that, <gasps> that Bible, yeah, would have been worth millions of dollars. And see, that really goes down to what we value. And there's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to wrap this puppy up. And it's important for man to die one time and then be judged. I wrote a poem years ago. It says, I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago had been. In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed. Tears flowing speak of words of wisdom. And this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. Our space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are the things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. But the width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions are rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. When you change your position, you change your perspective. If I was to ask you, the person who knew you better than anybody else, to give me five words that describes you, what would you want those five words to be? Whatever your answer is, those are the values that you hold the dearest in your life. Those are the things that you should be investing in and spending your money in. If you're spending them on something else, then you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. It might be something you're saving up for that's expensive. But how expensive is it to miss your purpose on this planet? What cost is there to not be able to live your life the way you were created to live it? Think about that. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Listen to the words of this song as we think about the way we want to be remembered. on the life of our good friend, this team member, spouse, parent, servant of God. The Bible says everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to live and a time to die. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today pray that what he was to us 
what he wished for others will someday come to pass for all the world. I have a dream. That my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Three engines now at 104%. Challenger, go with throttle up. Challenger, go with throttle up. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. This is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day's like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. Planes crash and people die. In the wink of an eye It's a fact of life Still time to get things right In the dash of your life 
Radio with Scott Black, your source for inspiration, education, and application. Learn more and register for an upcoming class at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. <laughs>